0: episode is sponsored by Pop Culture Gourmet Popcorn at PopCulturePops.com. That's Pops with a Z. Because to be white in 1963, and I would argue still today, is to have the luxury, the privilege, if you will, of not having to know black and brown truth. You can be oblivious to the reality of people of color and suffer no consequence. A very, very segregated country. Millions of white Americans live in places where they rarely see anyone of a different race. You're listening to Your Neighbor's Hood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Okay, okay. We're here. Yes. Bruce is live in effect.
1: Yep. Sitting here. <laughs> he's got some uh, digestion issues. Bruce, is there a frog in your throat? Yeah, he's got a frog in his throat.
0: Bruce is like, well, man, you just continue petting me, and
1: there will be no problems. Yep, he wants uh, pets continuously, and if he doesn't get them. You know, Bruce could be what's good in my hood, always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm serious. This dog just kills me. He's eating it up, though. He's, oh, I know. He's always loving it. Everyone knows our he's our producer. Yes, Bruce, what should we say is good in our hood? Well, I will say, I'll say, I'll share mine because Bruce was the star of the show and What's Good in My Hood, which is our article that just came out. Yeah. Yeah, we just had an article come out about us. Um, It was a front page of our local paper, which is really exciting. This story has been in the works for like six months. We've been working with Reporter on it. So like to actually have it come out um, was really exciting. And then the response was just so overwhelming in such a great way. Like I had so many people like tagging us and, you know, just like excited for us. Us. And it helped our downloads a lot. Like a lot of people got introduced to the podcast. Which yeah, is awesome. well,
0: this crazy. I was at my daughter's school on Thursday night. They had some sort of program, and her gym teacher comes up to me and goes, Oh my gosh, you're in the paper. And I was like, Yes. She's like, Do you have copies? How many copies did you get? I said, I have one. She's like, Oh no you need more
1: copies. I want to find out if there's some more I copies before they My stuck. mom did the same thing. Yeah. The day it came out, I sent her t- the, the online version. She called me. You need one to laminate, one to scrapbook, one to keep on your fridge, and then I want one. <laughs> it was so cute, though, because it's yeah. such a mom response. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it made yeah, me feel yeah. really loved. She's like, I want one for the fridge. I'm so happy. <laughs> you know, and so it was just like the outpouring of love for the article was really exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. it made me feel good. But what? Uh, what really made me happy was the fact that like the writer wrote about Bruce, like the reporter. Oh, wrote she sure did. It. She said he was the four-legged producer. He, he is, is a producer, right, I Bruce? Is a producer. So he this just just, kills he just me. puts his head on your lap. He, this dog just put his head on my lap. That's it. He like knows we're talking about him. So mm-hmm. that article is what's good in my head. And then, um, and then the other thing I wanted to add is we booked another workshop. Yeah, And that's really exciting. So people like us, and they want us to come back. They like us, or they like having. A conversation. Yeah. Like getting off their chest. Yeah, that's true. Probably both. Probably both. Probably both. <laughs> but people like us. I think we're likable. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit. What so that? That's what's good in my head. Everything's good in your neighborhood. Yeah. So that means it's good for me too. That neighborhood is yeah. keep on going. Yep. It's, 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 we got a lot going on. We're yes. not slowing down. We started, honestly, we started 2019 out with a bang. Like It's been it's non-stop.
0: Been... Oh, and also we the the media came out for us gonna be at, for us being oh, at the yeah, that's right. the museum of contemporary arts in June in June June 6th.
1: so that media came out that we'll be doing we're a, hosting a panel yep yeah on their um, I think it's facing race so it's like they're bringing in different artists that have done history continued what is it some, called yeah something like I'd have to look it up but. but it's gonna be a panel about feminism, beauty, beauty and race. race. Yep, and then there's a couple artists that they have that, um, like women artists who have some beautiful work. We'll yeah, some sort photography, some like not sculpture, but like, not pe- I think it's paper mache, something like that. Something. The, bizarre, dress, the yeah. one who did the dresses oh, yeah. and the
0: photography with oh, yeah. it's it it's beautiful, some, it's beautiful work, and we'll definitely make sure we will share. Yeah, we'll share. Our so gallery. we're excited
1: about that too because I I think it's gonna be fun to host. I
0: do too, Bruce. Are you comfortable? I'm gonna tell you, Bruce just kicked his foot up on my thigh. Thank you, Bruce. And your feet are cold. This is what my husband feels like when I put my feet on him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your feet my are cold. My husband hates it when I do that, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, God, what's worse when said, someone has cold feet?
0: He says, you dang old lizard, get your lizard <laughs> feet off me. <laughs> All right, so what's good in your head? Um, I almost sure rank. I'm like, uh like, what's good in my hood? What's good in my hood? What's good in my hood? Sometimes it's hard to think of stuff. But I feel like there's always good stuff in the hood. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you a citizen story. Okay. Actually... So Monday, I was talking to my littlest citizen about show and tell and how we did this in school and how much fun it was and stuff like, I don't know why we were talking about show and tell, but I just was telling her about it. And so Monday she comes home and she says, well, I asked my teacher, um, I told my teacher that you said we should have show and tell. I was like, you did what? (laughs) I didn't even say that. So then... She comes back home on Wednesday and she says, the teacher said we can have show and tell, tell um, and um, it's going to be on March 1st. And so I was like, oh, OK, so yeah. if you think about what you're going to show and tell, I'm cleaning up today. And I find this letter oh, no. on the table that says to Miss Newton, that is my littlest citizen second grade teacher. From Zahar, and it's got a nice picture of a smiling face girl with cat ear. Oh, um, what is that Cute. called? A headband. A headband. Yeah, on her head and smiling. She started to color it in, but you know. And the top of the letter says, "Show and tell." Oh no. Then there's a question. It says, "Miss Newton, may we have show and tell? Circle it, yes or no? And the teacher entertains this and circles yes. She gave this to her teacher? Yes, she did. Okay. She said, if you say yes, may show and tell be on the 27th of February? And she says, we can do it on March 1st. That's what the teacher says. So says, if you say no, thank you for everything. Oh, my God. She gave this to her teacher. Yes. She said, if you say yes, can you say when show and tell is March 1st at the end of the day? If you say no, you will still be my teacher or you will still be
1: my dot, dot, dot teacher. That kills me. Your kids, your daughter. What was going through her? So she just felt like she needed to write to her teacher and let her know that she really wanted show and tell. She really wanted show and tell. That's so cute. Did the teacher give that to you? No, it was laying on the table. It was laying on the table in the house. Oh my god! So she already gave this to the teacher, and the the teacher teacher already
0: gave it back and responded. Yes, and they're having show and tell. So
1: yes that's amazing look at your daughter she's I already can. like you advocating for, herself. for her yeah <laughs> politicking wonder where she her. learned this jackie <laughs> <laughs> She knows how to lobby at a nine years old. Listen. She knows how to ask for what she needs. I hey, can't stand that's a testament to you. I can't stand it.
0: What do they say? Your kids will always it's not what you say, it's what you do. And
1: I'm happy that she's okay with taking a no. Um Yeah. She, I, she definitely said that. She said you, what I love at the end, she will. You will still be my teacher. Yes. absolutely, she will. Yeah, like there was an option. Exactly, that's just cracking me <laughs> up. Like Zahara's, <laughs> like I'm acknowledging that you will still
0: be my teacher. Yes, and then so my other citizen story is my son had Spirit Week this week, and do you know they had like a, a- meme a day? N- a meme day. Meme oh. a day, where what's kids
1: that? dressed up like memes. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. Wow. I was like, what? What age, age? do we live in? <laughs> Wow, how do you dress up like a me? I don't know, but kids did it,
0: so. That's awesome. And then he had 90s Day, and I st- I have a pullover. 90s Day, okay. Oh yes. 80s, 90s, though. Okay. So I let him wear my starter jacket pullover. Okay. And I let him wear my shoes and white tube socks. Okay. Why do I have white tube socks? And a jersey, but that's it, was, awesome. it was pretty cute. I was, nice. that I just cool. thought that was, I was like, wow, did you take days. pictures of him? Yes, I did, day. like him being all you know, that's awesome. He's, a, he's probably he's loving stinker, it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, yes, yeah, so especially when they have to wear uniforms all the time. Yeah, so so it's probably fun to like switch yeah, it up. That's yeah, awesome, yeah, but yeah, that that's pretty much the story. I'm still married, I still have kids, <laughs> all good all things, is good, and then my homework house babies. My goodness. Tell them what your homework house is if people don't know. So the homework house is where I've got kids in the neighborhood. They come over after school to do their homework. And so this school year, we are, like, committed to phonics and, like, reading. Like, only I do specialized times with kids just for their reading That's awesome. stuff. awesome. Yeah. And so the two little girls that come, there, are, um, I don't know, like, sister cousins. And – or actually, one – it's weird. One girl is the girl, the girl's aunt. But mm. they're the same okay. kind of age, the yeah. But they're kindergarten, first grade, Okay. and they started off only knowing like nineteen and fifteen sight words, and we are now up to like uh, forty-seven for one and thirty-something for the other. Wow! It's they've improved so much. One of the kids, one of the the teachers, like called me in the middle of the school day, and I'm like so proud because. Um, I just, it's just... That's awesome. It, 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 but they put in the work. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like like we... And I think we talked about this on the last episode about how reading can change somebody's whole life. Yep. Your ability to read can change your whole life. And so... It's like, that is, I like feel, I feel really proud just for the commitment that their parents are making and letting them come and then the work they're doing at home and stuff like that. So like, that is really like my, 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 we moved on to the next list. So I was like, really like, yeah, that's such a good feeling. I'm sure. I
1: know. It feels really good. It feels like I can see the
0: work, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure. They put in the work and it's come it's like yeah, they're yeah, reaping yeah. what they I sow. cannot wait till we start reading. I cannot wait. I'm like so excited to start reading. That's so exciting. But yeah, that's what's good in my head. I love that. I talked forever, but yeah, that's what's good in my head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. well I love your citizen stories. <laughs> I'm sure the kids do or the <laughs> listeners do too. Because your kids crack us up. Between these kids and Bruce, uh, yeah. Life is never a dull. Life is never dull in this neighborhood. It's never dull. Nope, because
0: it's all about our relationships that we have with each other.
1: Oh yes, always. It's, all about, it's
0: always all about the relationships. With it. this is this episode, though it is a culture conversation, is yeah. a lot about relationships. relationships.
1: Yeah, and in this episode, in this episode, we talk about relationships. Yes, yeah. culturally. Yep, and it is. It's good. I mean, it was. We I don't know where this one came out of. I was I think I was listening to a podcast about the women's movement. You did. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And it was talking about how it's how it started the origins of where it started and then um and then how it fractured and how it was fractured based on race. Like I don't wanna we don't wanna get too it's much into right. it, but women, yeah, they did have these friendships and they had cross they were, you know, different races. Um and a whole movement will really split because of a race, you mm-hmm. know, beliefs convers- and, beliefs. The, and the relationships. that yeah. people did and did not like that each. Yeah, that each had right. had. Yeah, so we talk about like the movement, what happened with the movement, what we thought about it. Um, and it was just interesting for me to see. Um, in twenty eighteen or twenty well, this would have been twenty eighteen. Um, where things were, like, like even within a progressive movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because we often, th- I'm, you know, a Democrat, say, I talk about that. And it's just interesting to see that there's factions, even in the progressive movement, where uh-huh. we're supposed to be about diversity. I say, quote, unquote, diversity. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, they were arguing and disagreements. And a lot of it centered on identity and race. Yep. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was. Good. And this is a good one, and it's it, timely as March is, isn't it? Women's what is it? Women's oh, History Month. Women's history month. <laughs> I love that. So we're releasing this. Um, yeah, on the um, the beginning of March. The beginning of March. Yeah, the first the week of March. March. Yeah, it's perfect timing. Perfect time.
0: Bruce is so distracting right now, just know this just the way he is just like, well right now. But yes, yeah. This dog's
1: on my lap. But enjoy this episode. Yeah, please do. Um, what it's worth. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Have you what are your opinions on the market? Yes. Is it um, you know, what do you think about the, the separation with what happened? Um I know I, I know it was thought provoking to me. Yeah. yeah. Same here. So you're dropping in on that
0: conversation.
1: Hello, guys. It's Christina and Jackie. And we're your neighborhood. Um, we are a podcast where we have a triple com- race conversation. You get nope. a weird voice. I did. Hi. It's I know Christina. I, you're fucking- I am sick today. I have to admit that. <laughs> uh, it's all right. I mean, it's what it is. I, my. You said you strained your voice a lot. And I don't yeah, know how you do I'm it. My my voice is strained. I should. That's be why talking. I'm trying. I'm talking lower because my voice hurts. Okay, are I'll use my lower talking. <laughs> okay. I'll use my normal voice yeah. to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and talk. I guess so I if I say. sound funny, that's why, guys. I've had a yeah. cold. I'm all right. But, um, so yeah, we have uncomfortable Com... What did I say? I said it backwards. world culture conversations. Specifically, specifically about race. race. Yes, we do. And um, today we are talking about race and the women's movement. The current <laughs> the current women's movement. What ladies are talking about the ladies. Yes, we are. The lady movement. Okay. This one was. Um, I got inspired to talk about because I listened to this podcast. It came out on January 18th from the New York Times. I love the Daily. If you don't listen to it, it's a great mm-hmm. podcast. Um, but... They talked about the women's movement in the march. So we, as we all know, there was a huge march in protest of Donald Trump, right? Oh, yeah, was it back improv? in, um, in, it was in 2017 for his yeah, election that's are, 2019. How was that two years ago? Yeah. And so that was started in response to Donald Trump by a woman named Vanessa Rubel, and she's a white Jewish woman. Mm-hmm. And then she, she was very cognizant of the fact, she's like, I can't just do this as a white person, like I don't yeah. want to. So she brought Tamika Mallory and Carmen Perez together. Mm-hmm. I know Tamika's black, I don't know what... Carmen, I don't want to... Perez, Perez sounds of hispanic. I know, it's I don't want like to assume, assume though, but Yeah. So she brought them together and said, hey, like, let's create this march. Let's, right. can we do in response to Donald Trump, to the current mm-hmm. administration? And they did the first one. And then after that, things kind of
0: fell apart. Yeah, so the mm-hmm. in listening to The Daily, he said, you know, where they were coming, they should have been coming together to debrief on all of this hard work they yeah. did. They were actually coming into conflict.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the the women of color were saying we can't center the march on a Jewish person because it it could possibly upset Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. because a lot of the people in the Black Lives took cause with Palestinians living under Israeli rule. Mm-hmm. So that was just one portion of why they didn't think they could center. It couldn't be led by white women. And mm-hmm. so these other the Black activists were also frustrated. They're like, you know, for so long. We've been in the back. We've been in the women's movement. Um, And we're going to talk about this a little bit, but we've been in the back. Right.
0: We've quite literally physically been Been in in the the back. back. So, yeah, even when they did not women's sub, but in the 60s when they had the Women's March, they allowed women of color to be a part. However, they told them, you need to stay March behind all of the white and they women. They didn't want them in their pictures, too. I read that yeah. too. Right. They didn't want the movement
1: associated with women of color.
0: It's not even that they didn't want it associated, it's that they didn't want to offend the women of the South. Yeah. That they, they were women that were marching in areas that were not fond of women of color. So it was like, oh, look, if we're going to have this movement, this is what it's going to look like. And it was being sold as a suburban white woman sort of plate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pl- yeah plate. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And so I think a, I can't speak for the women of color that wanted to be more in prominent leadership roles, but I think they were saying, like, let us lead. Like, it's our time now. Let us lead. And yeah. so the white woman didn't really want to give up power and was frustrated. Inviting you to the table, can we lead together? Why do I have to go to the back mm-hmm. and let you lead? You know? We,
0: yeah. Interesting. She was not pleased because she thought she was coming to the table as being a leader. Of- among leaders Mm -hmm. and um and there there was going to be a cooperative effort uh but the standpoints that tamika and carmen took was that no 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 like you guys have led your movement and she was saying Mm -hmm. hey i'm jewish so and they talked about the ties to Mm -hmm. Louis khan and how he's anti-semitic and all this good stuff personal beliefs aside what do you think like I mean yeah. not personal knowing background and things aside I would say what are your thoughts on those the two women coming in and yeah
1: deciding it to prob- push out it probably won't be on un- it probably won't be popular but I would I actually side with the women of color on that one yeah. my thought was when I was listening to it it was like you know what just give up power for this one time we always had power Always, she's Jewish though, so that's true. But she's still white, and there's a privilege there. You know what I mean? Being able to blend—that's the one. Yeah, Yeah. and so I think my charge to white women in this movement was like, honestly, if I was in that position and that's how I feel, I'm not going to fight you for it. Honestly, I felt like it's your time. I think you for so long it's not only been that their voices aren't heard, they've been pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. I think we live in a great time. Why not let the women of color lead? Yeah. No, as long as the women of color were being equitable too. yeah, I'm cool with them leading. I'm not cool with them pushing, pushing white pushing women white aside. aside. Exactly. But I'm cool with them leading.
0: I think that's a great idea. Okay. I too am okay with them leading because... <laughs> I understand the fact that there were no real, at least on a glass ceiling sort of level, there were no real advantages of the march for women of color previously, right? Right. Like white European American women, as they kind of, they mentioned in the Daily, went to space. Nancy Pelosi was elected as House leader. Like, they cataloged all these advancements that suburban white women were making and were like, there was no benefit, so when they did, yeah, it didn't that, benefit women of color. Yeah, so it wasn't. A, it wasn't to to say that it was a total woman's movement. The period, the two previous iterations of it is a lie. You would be lying to yourself to say that that it was totally and completely good for all women. Now, is it good to see women period be successful? Yes, but at some point we've got to look at ourselves as women and say, okay, well, did we? Was it only a certain brand of women that were able? Do you know what I mean? Did we exclude, did we not purposefully or inadvertently, was it really helpful for all women? Right. And I would say to a degree yes because women were able to do things but to a really wealth socioeconomic sort of mm-hmm. level for black women no and that's how we know that's power right that's where the power is do i believe in pushing people out absolutely not it was unfortunately unfortunate that she had to walk away from this thing she called her baby the women's march i would have just started a like, second one Yes, so she started to move on. Yeah, I think it's move march on. March on, there yeah. you go. If the women of the women thought, hey, we need to center our voices, then they should have I think they should have been the one creating their own platform. Yeah.
1: Does that make sense? It does. And I think well, how do you feel about them like separating? Do you do you think it's good to have separate movements? Should we do you wish they could have worked it out or like what's your I can't tell that? them that's their own personal thing yeah. I, can't, I can't get into the nuances of the I it just
0: it you know what I mean I, I think it speaks to some very negative narratives about women mm-hmm. I think it uh, re, you know it Re. I don't want to say reiterate I don't know what the word I'm looking for is but um, reinforces re, yes re, mm-hmm. there you go reinforces some negative stereotypes as it pertains to women and being able to work together um, but do I think they're wrong for having their own movement no I mean because the thing about it is is no one knows uh, yeah. not no one but as a as a as a jewish woman n- no one can really tell her her plight as a jewish woman better experience that's true. better than her mm-hmm. and then it, having people that look like you in that movement there's nothing i don't have a problem with that which is why i don't have a i don't see any problem with women of color saying you know what we need our own thing like we need to and we need to lead do you think to it waters point. down the message though if there's multiple fringe groups i don't mm. know I don't think so. There's that it's uh if the groups are calling for the same sorts of things. Yeah. Just like there's multiple environmentalist groups. That's true. There's so many, but that whole, that idea is not just your own. That's a societal thing that well women are not all in this one group working together. Then they're working right. against each other. Right. So even when you look at, like, an organization like, what is it, Moms Demands Action. Yeah, or Moms Out Front. Our moms Out Front. Yeah. And then you you have certain faces that you see. You begin to think, well, hey, that's... That's not something that is diverse. It's not a call for me. I have bigger issues than that. Or, you know what I mean? Where okay. there's this whole, just because one platform is lifted with one group of people doesn't mean that we're lowering or demeaning the platform of another. That's true. If they can both have t- We can have our cake and eat yeah. it too. And I think that happens for us as women, just the same way it happens for us as women of color or as mm-hmm. people of color too, is that if we say that we have this issue and we're rising up, then all of a sudden that means that we are trying to dim the light on another group's issues or concerns. And I don't think that's I don't I don't think that's fair. I just think that it we just do it. I mean, no. not we just do it. But so I, I think
1: I guess I I know, had what? originally wanted the the women of color to lead the march in general, and I still I think for me. Something that I've in this work I've come across is like a lot of activists call for white people to give up power. And I actually agreed with that in this case that. It wouldn't have hurt us. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no. <laughs> to let the African-American women lead the movement.
0: Yeah. To lead it and you still be a part of the leadership. No. But
1: again, we don't know the nuances of how she was pushed or anything like right. that. Right. We know a little bit in the sense of she was actually it wasn't because she was white. It was Jewish. And what is the guy? You said the guy's name? Ah, Farrakhan. yeah. Yeah. So it was a big part of that was like they were afraid that it would anger Black Lives Matter movement who'd align themselves with Palestinians under Jewish rule. Mm. So it was more so that not the this woman was white but it was actually that she was jewish yeah i didn't know that yeah yeah and like i said
0: when we have a rift, the unfortunate thing is that the unfortunate thing is that well the fortunate thing is that that women's march platform is saying that they are a voice for all kinds of women do you know what i mean like the transgender women yeah. um and you know i just hear the things that are echoing as, as per- pertains to women it seems like a very inclusive sort of deal, but even in learning about this story, it's like, wow, you know, you never necessarily know the, not the bureaucracy, but the inner workings of an organization mm. or a group of people until you know. Right. And the fact that it is, it
1: was on a, like a national stage, it's like, Ugh, That's how I wanna, felt too, exactly, It was like, wanna, dang. Yeah. In my mind, they were trying to do something good, and then race had to get in the way of it, or identities. It's, identities. That's what they call there identity politics. Mm-hmm. So this isn't necessarily just race, but this is like identity politics at its best. I yeah. Yeah. And so what would you say to people that are like,
0: well, why do we have to, as, why do you think we as white people have to give up power in order for,
1: yeah. in order for... I think, right, so I think it's, a, it's not in all instances, but for me in this instance, I'm speaking just to this instance, I think, well, one, it's important to do because we still need more people of color in power, it's still yes. not where it should be. And two, in this instance, because if I'm looking at this movement, women of color have been pushed to the margins Mm -hmm. and to the sides and their voices haven't been heard for most of history. So in my opinion, I think hey, you know what? What would it look like? Because we don't even know. We don't know what it would be like to have women of color lead the movement. Yeah. Yeah. You say try something new. Exactly. Try something new. And we already know what white people, women think. (laughs) We already know what white people, I mean we get it. We're everywhere. So what's wrong with letting a Group that hasn't historically been able to lead leads. So I'm okay say- with giving up power. Yeah. So what do you say to people that's like, well, these women
0: stole this from this woman?
1: Um, that is a really good question. I think they she didn't steal it because they did start a splinter group, so they went and started another group. It's not like they took her rights or took her name and did you know that like it was they just started another group. So I would say. Um, and they certainly didn't steal our idea because marching has been around no, for, right. not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Not like they. I think, and I think these women would have probably done something similar if they had not been brought to this table by Vanessa uh, Rubel. But I think that it's unfortunate. In my opinion, I wish that they hadn't been able to, or they hadn't split. I wish they could have worked it out. Again, two organizations isn't a bad thing because you can find yourself, like you, you brought up a good point with the environmental, yeah, you find yourself or any issue of- that there's multiple groups. I mm-hmm. think for me. It's just more over the argument, it sounds like they had a really hard time. It's like it, even within the diversity movement, it's still hard to bring people together because she was discriminated against for being a Jew, you know what I mean? So it's like people that have historically been discriminated against, which are people of color, were discriminating against someone else. And what it gets to at the bottom line is, is our humanity, mm, exactly. it's, it's in our nature to go to tribes and go to people that look like us and it's very difficult to assimilate yeah it's tough
0: it's tough I, I kind of as I was processing all of this I was looking at it from being a woman in the military right just what kind of mindset we have um Working with such a diverse yeah, that's such a different experience. People Mm -hmm. and I find it very difficult to uh, just neglect a segment of the population for the sake of um, that that hasn't um, violated anything or done something to cause harm to the movement for for the sake of uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I just, I find it hard to do that. And as I said before, is that I would want that other form or people to understand where I was coming from, that my elevation doesn't mean your descendants. Exactly. You know, say,
1: that's what I'm trying yeah. to get at, too. And I didn't bring that up. And that's yeah. what I'm trying to say is, like, white women don't stand to lose much if they let a woman of color to lead. Yeah. Yeah. But we hold on to that power with everything inside of us. Yeah. Some some do. Some.
0: Yeah. And and if we're going to be this is really a civics thing when it becomes when it comes to people working together, period, particularly women. Right. In, In this situation, particularly women, is that I think we have to figure out what it is that we're actually standing for in a sense
1: um, as individuals yeah I mean, to me that's, it's like a separate conversation but I didn't attend to just put it out there I didn't attend either of these marches because I couldn't necessarily understand the central messaging I'll put it that way yeah I, I, I didn't really understand what I was marching for. Yeah, what you were, and I
0: think I think that may be the overall mission of the women's march is that you march for whatever it is you stand for. But if that's the case, then I think there should have been room at the table for all of them. And she could
1: have just Carmen
0: could have just got up and not Carmen. Is it Carmen?
1: It's yeah, Carmen uh, Perez, and then Carmen, Vanessa. But, there was another one, Van- right. uh, Tamika. Mallory. No, no, no. So oh. Vanessa got up and
0: she started her thing. I don't know. Again, we don't know that. Only they know that conversation, but it's difficult to understand either side in a sense for me when it comes to um, setting a table of equity and of, of the right voices to understand that fracture. That it's, it's hard yeah. for me. It's yeah. hard for me to understand because if I'm looking at um, being a person of, of cause and trying to create change nine times out of 10, it's like I'm trying to understand if I'm setting up an organization, what we stand for, why we stand for it, what programs, what are our expectations for this thing and how are they related to each individual showing up with their
1: unique Sets of, right, and of how do things. you accept each set? That's how what you that's that? what I'm saying. It's like they couldn't. Apparently, they had issues with the identity of someone else. Yeah,
0: and and that is that is on. Un, it's unfortunate, but I am of the strong belief that yes, black women need to get in a position of leading other black women mm-hmm. because. What about leading other white women? Um, if you want to do that, if you want yes. To. But I also think there is a strong need for black women to see other black women. Um, doing great things and on on a very micro level of being and showing up and saying that it is attainable for us to stand up and advocate for ourselves. So I get the importance of that on a grand stage, but on a very smaller stage. So even the late, the bus driver, you know what I mean? The bus driver that that is able to say, you know what, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stand up and say we want to be paid more. And and then being able to talk to the black woman in her neighborhood that's severely underpaid and saying, hey, girl, like you've got to understand that you've got to show up for yourself. Because I think it is very different um, when a person that doesn't look like you, particularly European-Americans, say, well, girl, you got to stand up. And it's like, well, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You don't understand the layers that go with me deciding whether or not. And I stand never up. really will. Yeah. There's only so much I can understand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can say, hey, that's not right. But then it's like, you know, but when I stand up, you know, I got to think about this, this, Your and this. The own day, or, yeah. But that's not to say that it's not that so though there aren't layers for every person that decides to speak up and have a voice. But we naturally gravitate to people and we'll be able to um, empathize with people that yeah and understand and willfully listen to people that look like us yeah which is why and this is sound crazy which is why my son doesn't have any problems with any of his black teachers do you know what i'm saying yeah like that is he's yeah a young man and it's like oh there are no issues with any surprises they get him I mean, yeah. Not even, them, they get him, but there's a certain level of, well, I can take what you are saying because you look like me, then yeah. you, maybe you're telling me this because you understand. I don't know psychologically what it is, but there is something to having people like you in a position of leadership right. and being
1: your willingness to follow. Right. That makes sense. That's what I'm saying. I think there might've been some reticence from white women. Well, there is to follow women of color and like that grappling with power and letting it go. because yeah. That is scary. Let go of power. Yeah.
0: And I think it's how we I mean, I think I'm all about plating about how we plate things. Yeah. Is that um we see our we see things before we take them into ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So we see our food and we're already tasting our food before we mm-hmm. put it in our mouth. Yeah. So what it looks like on that plate has everything to do with how it tastes in our mouth sometimes, mm-hmm. which is why some things are surprisingly good. Yeah, right. Or surprisingly sometimes bad.
1: not. Yeah. You know,
0: surprisingly yeah. bad or, wow, this is great. So I think that as we as women continue the level of activism that we have, I think that we do have to be cognizant of the unique
1: things for each type of woman in every movement. Yeah. And that's hard to do because there's, I mean, diversity, diversity is hard because you, you have, I mean, even with in different movements, like I said, people don't agree with, you know what I mean? Like they don't like each other. So it's when you are, say you're trying to be diverse, it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's hard because you can try and be inclusive, but you may not like, again, like, um, within, so like there may be people that don't agree with being trans, like a trans woman. You see what I'm saying? Like there's within any movement, there's going to be fissures or factions or splits you know what I mean and it's very difficult to create a movement that's all-inclusive yeah for and, everybody and I
0: don't know that the fracture between white women and black women will just magically disappear I understand why it's there
1: yeah because there is a, right yeah and that's my point is like how do you m- move through that and do you mm-hmm. I don't think some women will be able to no I don't think so
0: on both sides I think there will, right. be, there will always be white women who will be like well they don't. They need to, the women's movement. Is the women's movement? It doesn't matter what color you are, mm. but it actually it does. It does. It does matter. Right. And then there will be black women. They're like, no, we're not trusting those white women. Mm. They can have their own movement. They right. have their chance. Let them do their like, thing. Let, let, look, you want to go do something? Continue doing. You know, what you, you do. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you take your privilege and go do. You know, right. What you do? Like there, there will always be those those fractures. But I think I believe like uh, Aaliyah is that you rock the boat, but you work the middle.
1: No, I like that that song. No, I don't. But I know work the middle. Oh no, I know. I do (laughs) that song. Yeah.
0: Yes. You rock the boat. That's not going to stop me from rocking the boat about um, gender and and racial inequalities. But I understand that it is of my my sound my judgment to to work the middle. And that doesn't mean that I don't believe either side. I think either side has their um, their valid points, but also.
1: I understand where black women are coming from, and I, I agree with them right about having our own shit. No, I get it. That's what I'm saying. I I, I get it as much as I'll be able to. Yep. Yeah. Mm. And I agree with it. I think that it's important to have women of color, and I think I understand their point. And I, I honestly probably would have done the same thing if I was a woman of color. I would have been like, well, if I can't lead here, then I guess I'm going to have to go start my own thing. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. So what? Now what? Um, well, so what would be, I think that there definitely needs to be more women of color in positions of power. Yeah. And I think uh, I would challenge white people to look at that and where can we give up power mm-hmm. if it's available? Like, I remember I had listened to a, another activist here ago on, uh, who was saying, like, women of power, women, if you're in your job and you have power, give it up. Which I don't necessarily agree. Like, I'm not trying to be that extreme. Like, if you are in leadership, give up your job. You know, but yeah. I, but can you look around you and in small ways, and that's what I was thinking with this movement, why couldn't we give up power in that? Yeah. Like, what what are what are ways we can bring, give up power and elevate women of color? Mm-hmm. I would challenge white people to grapple with that because it's not easy. I yeah. get that.
0: So my soul ed would be... Um that there are going to be rifts and no matter what the organization is, dealing with gender, dealing with racial disparities, whatever. But my now what, it would be specifically to Black women in the sense of how do we raise each other up is I would hope that we get to a point where we're not just um, looking at white women as she double, but looking at each other and putting our money and investing into each other, putting mm-hmm. our time and investing each other on a whole nother level. Because Cheryl Sandberg, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to a level where that she did by, I'm sure, other women and sure. other men within there that we will never we will never have that social capital. We will never have well yeah I not don't, I don't say never that we understand what social capital means, but how do we as black women bind together and create space for other other women to be able to lead a charge, mm. i.e. to, you know, Tamika Mari and Carmen and all those, they have kids who's helping watch those kids and who's helping putting dollars in their pocket when they don't have it as activists who's who how can we be of service to each other so more of us can be a part of these movements that make a difference Mm, help each other within your own community yep i like that um and and not even look at the beckys and stuff about the one who's the becky yeah i'm saying you looking at not even looking at uh european american women and what they've done over time about being in our own being in our own shit and uplifting our own stuff. I, and so I I could go on a tangent, but mm-hmm. maybe take a day and, and and make that investment into another woman so that we could actually make some real waves with right. some of these movements and not just rely on one or two voices.
1: Yeah. No, oh, that's for sure. Yes. And we have done that in the past. So Yes, we have. We want to move of, forward. Yes. And not do that. For sure, not do that. Because i just tell you, European-American women have a lot of voices. Mm-hmm. That's why I was saying, I'm okay with them giving me yep. the power. Yep. We
0: already know what they think. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll do. I mean, I, that's why I said I'm going to try to support women in the area that are trying to do things. Right. And be more of an asset to them.
1: <laughs> so that's... That's it? Yeah. Oh, stay open. <laughs> I forgot. Because <laughs> that guy at the door. I know. There's a guy We have a visitor. We have a visitor. Go, stay open. Stay curious. And make it a great day. Stay that was funny and a big thank you to our sponsor Pop Culture Gourmet Popcorn ding